Welcome back to another Yak Podcast, Proverbs Tuesday. Again, reason I do Proverbs, why we're doing Proverbs, is because it's a book written for teenagers. It's written for young people, right? So if you are in the Proverbs, you are learning how to live life. Now, if you're older, if you're a you're in your 20s or maybe your 60s or 70s, that doesn't mean this book isn't for you, right? I tell my adults all the time, we're all recovering junior high students. We need to be reminded of this base knowledge. And we're back in Proverbs um, chapter 1. We're going to finish it off, verses 20 through 33. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the market, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy street, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gate, she speaks. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you refuse to listen, you stretch out my hand and no one is heeded because you have ignored all my counsel. I would have none of my reproof. I, will, I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. When, uh, and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you. Then they will call upon me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. Would you have none of my counsel and despise all my reproof? Therefore... They shall eat the fruit of their way and have their fill of their own devices. For the simple are killed by their turning away, and the complacency of fools destroys them. But whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without the dread of disaster. There's a lot we can pull from here. Um, So let's start at the beginning. Wisdom here is personified. It's um, in the feminine. So it's a woman who is crying out to her people to the point where Um, When it says she raises her voice, it says in another translation, she speaks loudly. She is trying to get people's attention. And where is she trying to get people's attention? At the head of a noisy street at the city gates. Um, You have to remember, city gates are wide. It's where the whole countryside is coming in. And right inside the city gates is where all issues of uh, judicial and trade practices take place. This is the busiest center. And wisdom is crying out. And that's important. Wisdom is freely offered to all people. Godly wisdom is freely offered to all people. It is not something that you will find in a secret place, in a a hovel, in some closet somewhere. It is given, freely yelled to all people. But people tend to fall into one of three categories. They address three categories here. One is the simple. One is the scorners, and the other one are the fools. I'm going to read from Constable's Notes from the Net Bible. This is what, um, from the Journal of Biblical Literature, this is what they say. To whom does wisdom speak? Three classes of sinners. The simple ones, the scorners, scoffers, mockers, and the fools. The simple are naive people who believe anything, but examine nothing. They're gullible and easily led astray. Scorners think they know everything, and laugh at things that are really important. While the simple one has a blank look on his face, the scorner wears a sneer. Fools are people who are ignorant of truth because they are dull and stubborn. 
Their problem isn't a low IQ or poor education. Their problem is a lack of spiritual desire to seek and find God's wisdom. Fools enjoy their foolishness, but don't know they are foolish, how foolish they are. The outlook of fools is purely materialistic and humanistic. They hate knowledge and have no interest in things eternal. Now, what's real easy to do when there are categories of people listed anywhere in Scripture, as, as I'm reading that, you're thinking, oh, they're simple. Oh, I know that person. They're definitely following the category of scoffers. Oh, they definitely fall in the category of foolish. It's really easy to do that because we know all those people and we've called them those things, maybe not to their faces, but behind their back or in our hearts. We've called them those things. We've called them simple. We've called them foolish. We've called them scoffers. And maybe it's true. But we cannot remove ourselves from these categories. Where do you, where are you simple? And by simple, it means you're lackadaisical in the way that you approach life. Where do you scoff? Where's the last time you said, that's a dumb idea, I'm not doing that. Or the fool is the most terrifying one, right? Because fools enjoy their foolishness, but don't know how foolish they are. I don't know if you're like me, you feel like a fool, especially when you look back at an incident and you're like, oh, I can't believe I did that. I was so foolish. Everyone does that. Everyone falls into these three categories at different times. What wisdom calls us is out of those categories. Not completely, because we will fall back in those categories later in life, but we need to be aware of it. Well, how are we aware of it? How can we be aware of these? My father-in-law has a great phrase that he uses. I, I'm not going to quote the whole phrase, but the first concept is enough, and that is deny passivity. Deny passivity. Would people describe you as a passive person? Would people describe you as someone who does not take initiative and kind of just lets life come to them? One of the things that you can begin to learn as a young man and woman is that if you are active in your pursuits, if you are actively setting goals and engaging with the world around you, you will be far ahead of your peers, far ahead of your peers by the time you are in your early 20s or in college. Because the vast majority of, unfortunately, your generation is described this way as passive people. And honestly, the majority of the adult population is described this way too, as passive individuals. But those who actively seek after the Lord, actively seek after wisdom and heed her call are much farther along in life, especially, and this gets towards the end, in times of calamity. Let's be real. We are in a time of calamity. It is revealing what our hearts long for, and um, where we might have uh, not put first things first. How has your heart responded to this? I was talking to a lady this week at a um, restaurant. We were picking up food, support local business, right? And she said, are you scared? And it was so honestly comforting for my own heart to look at her and be like, no, I have Jesus. You could see the look on her face. Yes, yes, right? Because she, I knew she was a believer too. I'd interacted with her before. 
And it was a reminder that, yeah, when our trust is where it's supposed to be in the Lord, that even when disaster strikes, we're at ease, as verse 33 says, because security dwells with me and within me. Um, so how are you actively pursuing and setting goals in the midst of this weird season, this weird season? Set a goal today. Um, April 1st, you might be listening to this on uh, April Fool's Day. Um, for me, it's tomorrow, um, and it's speaking to fools here, right? Um, how will we not be foolish for the month of April? Because outside the president's orders, he's told us that this is probably going to go on through the end of the month. How will we use April to actively engage with the Lord? I'm going to set out on a challenge. I'll talk to some of you tonight at Bible study about it. Um, I'd love for us as a youth group to memorize 1 John. We're going through that at church. I, if it's five chapters, if we divide it between all of us, I think we could do it. Um, so I'm going to be looking for people to help me do that. I would love for us to memorize 1 John um, as a community. I think it'd be good for our souls. I think it would be wise for us to be memorizing um, a book of the Bible, especially if we split it up, um, because um, it would um, be an encouragement to other believers and it would help us rest in the Lord during this time of um, calamity in our lives. Um, so I'll throw that challenge out to you. I hope to see you tonight at Bible study. Um, and uh, yeah, peace. Peace.